Hello, and welcome to Leading Ladies of Montana Real Estate, a show about buying and selling homes in Montana and the power realtors and power lenders that make that happen. We are your hosts, Colleen Wood. And I'm Alicia Retz. Each week, we will discuss the housing market, how to navigate it, and what questions you need to be asking yourself along the way. But that's not all. We will also dive into how to navigate the ins and outs of being leaders in business and how to build a robust and dynamic team within that business and navigating the world as a career-driven professional, all while raising a family. Join us as we share our highs and lows in real estate, business ownership, and motherhood. Hey girl, it's the 1st of February. It's the 1st of February and things are, it's weird. It's a weird market. It is so weird. It, the difference that we've had since the 1st of January and now it's just the first, it's the first, it's been 30 days it's or been, 31. Yes. <laughs> and it also feels like spring where things are really, really happening, but yet nothing's happening because we have no inventory. Oh my gosh. My phone has not stopped ringing and I'm going a million miles an hour, but getting homes under contract for buyers is insane. Well, let's just talk facts. Okay. Let's just talk some facts. So number one, we have nine properties under a million dollars in Bozeman right now. Nine. We have 34 total, but nine under a million dollars. That's absolutely bananas. There's just that, that's, and how many realtors do we have? 16, 1700? Yes, I think 1650. 1650 realtors fighting over 11 properties under a million dollars. It's nine, nine properties. (laughs) And I pulled everything in Gallatin County for single family homes. And I think it's 124 and Gallatin County's big. Yeah, yeah. I mean, this is a different, this is a different market than what we've seen for the last two years. The other thing that has, is super, super different is interest rates. Yeah, they're going up. They're going up. We're, we're looking at about a point higher than where we and were. it happened fast, although we've been saying this is probably going to happen for a while. I, right. I think it's a good thing for the market overall, but it's freaking buyers out. Right. It's freaking buyers out and they have huge sticker shock, but it's our job to keep their feet on the ground. Yes. I think the expectations are, they need to shift. I think expectations for homes need to shift. Yeah. And we've been so low for so long mm-hmm. and that just was not sustainable. This is actually going to make the market healthier overall for inflation. But yeah, people need to wake up a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, people need to understand that the days of the, the high twos, super, super low three interest rates are behind us. We were in a honeymoon stage for a very, very long time. It was never forecasted for interest rates to stay that low for that long. But 100% in the last 30 days, we've gone up a point in interest rate and we still have no inventory. Right. And so people really do need to think outside the box. So you were just talking about like changing your expectations for what kind of home you can buy. Yes. So for first time home buyers, you're not going to get that perfect dream home. And you were talking before we started, which I really, really like this, is you might have to go farther out than what you were yeah. thinking. Yeah. And that's not that crazy just to get into the market, to get equity in a home and start building that equity. That's really the best way I've seen for my friends and family to get ahead in life is through real estate. Right. So just get into the market. And that doesn't start with the perfect home. No. And we it's not going to be downtown stop. Bozeman. Yeah. We need to stop thinking like these first time home buyers. I just want to pick them up and shake them and be like, you guys, you're not going to have your first home be your perfect dream home. It's not going to have granite countertops. It's not going to be new construction. It's not going to be, you know, within walking distance of downtown Bozeman or whatever, or even next to your favorite school or whatever. Like you're going to have to start with maybe a commuter, uh, you know, type scenario, maybe something that's not as perfect, but that's how we all started. And the last two years, 
have just jaded people as to what it is that they think that they can get into. And we really need to knock them straight. And I have so many buyers that have been looking for a while and they keep saying, I should have made an offer on that one place six months ago because the market has continued to go up Yeah, with inventory so low, even with interest rates going up, we really thought interest rates would bring down the price of homes. Yeah, But with this much little inventory, I just don't know how the market can Well, the cash factor, the cash factor is we still have so much cash coming into Montana and certainly into the United States from outside the United States, which is that those are facts. It's coming in, but we are still expecting a 19.6 inflation rate in the state of Montana. Um, 19.6? 19.6. So prices are expected to go up another 20% in 2022. I know. Pauline, you're killing me. I know. I just, it breaks my heart actually for buyers. It really, really does. People who have done everything right, they have the down payment, they have good credit score, and they cannot get into the market. Right. So I really like the idea of pushing yourself farther outside of the box of expectations you put on the home that you're going to get. Right. And I'm physically put like farther away. Farther away. I really think that is a good, good, good option for a lot of people. You know, I've been kind of snooping around in some other markets and we've been pushing our focus outside of the Bozeman market because fact of the matter is, is that there's a lot of lenders here. There's a lot of realtors here with very, very, very little inventory. Um, The option for refinance has gone away for a lot of people if they're looking for just to reduce their interest rate. Obviously, there's still options out there for shortening your term and paying off um, high interest debt that's obviously still out there. But, you know, I was looking in Billings. Billings has way, way, way more inventory and their prices are so much more reasonable. You can get yes. a house for four fifty. Yeah, and a nice they one. They have higher paying jobs in Billings and Bozeman as well. They do. And they have a lot going on for them in, in Billings. They're, I was just in downtown Billings last Friday. I was meeting some realtors there on Friday, which was really fun. And, you know, they have a great like downtown scene and super cool restaurants and And they have industry and agriculture, which is so uh, refreshing to me. I would love to see more agriculture in Bozeman. It's just not, that's just not our industry here. Well, and it's getting sold for developments or very high-end buyers that they want 120 acres to themselves right outside of Bozeman. And those are going for $5 million. So normal buyer cannot get into that. And it's not worth it. They're not going to make the money on farming it Mm -hmm. at that price point. Right. I mean, Billings is a lot more spread out. And so there's a lot more neighborhoods. There's a lot more inventory. There's a lot less vertical building. And there's um, a lot more diversity in the homes there. Mm-hmm. Right, right. There's all different kinds of stuff. There's lots of different schools. There's lots of activities. Billings has a very strong uh, school districts and sporting uh, availability. And, you know, Billings has a lot going for it. And I really, really feel like a lot of these buyers that have been trying to buy in these high, high demand areas, like, you know, we, you know we've been visiting with Tara Bowman and, you know, her area too. Like she has no inventory either in Northwestern Montana. They're having the same problem. So, Thinking outside the box, thinking in other areas where other people have not already gone. Right. So. You know what else I'm seeing, which is frustrating, just more of a vent session, is sellers. They We say don't get greedy. And I've tried not to say that about sellers because I feel like it's a mean thing to say, but it's crazy how greedy they're getting. I know. I just listed a 1,300 square foot home for 650. We got way, 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 way above asking. Yeah. And... I, th- I thought we priced it just a little bit high. I knew we'd probably get six fifty, but not crazy high above that. But we did, and they were when I presented the offer, I was like, oh, I was hoping we get a little bit more. I'm like, you bought this house for three fifty three years ago. Have not put right. really a cent into it other than minor maintenance. You're gonna make that much money, and, and you're, you're not gonna out. pay you any capital gains on it, right? You're gonna get all of that money, and you're bummed out. You didn't get an extra five grand. Well, 
We're seeing, because when we're going back to sellers, because sometimes, you know, things come up during the lending side and then, you know, we have to go back and ask for a few thousand dollars and seller pay closing costs or something. We're having sellers saying no. Constantly. I- I'm like, they're just, they're, and they're like, no, put it back on the market. Yeah, they'll put it right back on the market and their realtors are telling them that to put it back on the market. And I'm like, how about you just like throw these kids a bone? And like, let's not cut off our nose despite our face. Right. Let's get this deal done. Yeah. It's a great deal. You're going to make a buttload of money, money that you never thought you'd make in your life. Right. And you're not going to give them $2,000 in repairs. Yeah, because they're brand new people getting started. Right. Yeah, I know. I'm getting better too. And I just... I want these kids to win. I say kids because, you know, we have a ton of first-time homebuyers. We have people that are trying to get start their families and, you know, rent super high too right now. And these people need homes and we have such a shortage right now. And with interest rates, you know, they're expected to climb this year. And, you know, the Fed is expected to increase prime by as much as half to, or excuse me, 50 basis points to 75 basis points. Uh, is what they're expected to. I mean, that's massive. That is massive from what we've seen. It's going to freak some people out. I think we're going to lose some even more buyers. Yeah. We talked about, I've lost quite a few buyers last year. I think it's going to push a lot of people from making, making the move. Right. It's, oh man. So, I mean, sorry for for the bad news. Hey, realtors out there, lenders out there, you guys better be tightening your bootstraps because- I want to hear from lenders. Oh, I've been thinking about that. Yeah. Again, starting in the recession, it's always been in the back of my brain. And a couple of my buyer's agents are getting nervous where they've written a lot of offers and they've gone 50 grand above and haven't gotten the home. Yeah. And they're getting nervous. They only have like one or two under contract, which for some people is great. We have higher expectations, right. but it's, um, yeah, it, they're, they're getting nervous. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's, it, it's lenders out there, you know, you guys need to be paying attention, making sure that your branches are profitable. You know, making sure that you're making decisions with your, with your teams and, and with the things that you're spending money on. Because I really don't see 2022 being a landslide of business just falling from the sky. Um, I I continue to go back to the fact you guys are going to have to work. Yep. You have to hustle and we're going to lose some people. Yep. We're going to lose some people and it's going to look different. And this is really the time to stop spending money. I hate to say it. Hate to stop spending money like it's going to never, it's never going to stop coming to you. I completely agree. Yeah. I really think, like you said, it's time to tighten, tighten the bootstraps. And maybe we're being a little too doom and gloom, but that's really how it feels right now. We right. have, if you, like you said, if we only have 34 homes and really only nine that are accessible to the majority of the population and this many right. realtors, there's going to be a lot of people not making money this year. Right, right. And that's, that's facts. So, yep. I mean, we would love to just be all flowers and rainbows, unicorns, all of those things. But you guys, this is, these are facts. And this is a podcast about real estate in Montana. And these are the facts. So I'm really curious. I'd like to hear some hear from some other realtors and other markets where inventory isn't an issue. I'm just curious where that situation would be. Is it Oklahoma? Where Man. I would like to hear from somebody where it just feels like a normal market. You know, I say this and people think I'm joking. If you're a first time home buyer, really, really think about some of these middle states because Nebraska, Oklahoma, Kansas, South Dakota, um, Wyoming, like some of these states that are not the states that are like the glamorous states. Or Eastern Montana. Or Eastern Montana. I mean, looking into some of these states that actually have some inventory and have prices that like you can buy a nice home for under $300,000. Can you imagine? No, you can't buy a condo for under $300,000. There are no condos. No. There's, there's nothing. Not, there's, there's nothing available. One condo for three fifty, I think. Is it but, a slum? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, we don't really have like. I mean, it's nothing. 
It's not that bad, but but it's nothing. It's just a box. Yeah. It's a box with a door. Um, yeah. So, I mean, I just keep thinking and and I I know that that's not really probably what Bozeman realtors want me to say, but you're sitting across from me as a, as a high, high producing Bozeman realtor and you're shaking your head. Yes. Like first time home buyers, you guys think somewhere else so that you can start building some equity and the value of the home will increase and then you can sell it and you can you have more money and you also have jobs hopefully that are higher producing higher paying jobs and then come on back come on back when the maybe the market will right. be a little different well we're supposed to be and it was supposed to happen last year and didn't happen because of different things with the city and permitting and water but we are supposed to have a lot of new builds i've heard of um, over 300 up to like a thousand new builds coming on the market hopefully this spring if if that happens and if they all get done it will allow things to just start moving. I and hope so. Yeah, so hopefully those people own something, they put that on the market and it just allows yeah. a little bit more f- yeah, flexibility and movement. Here's some kind of a cool game plan I think of. I think of places like, you know, some of these um, middle states, places that have good industry, have good employment. You know, if you were to purchase a home in a place like that and live in it for, you know, three to five years and then keep it and rent it, Yes. And start your own little real estate investment plan where you start buying some of these houses and then be able to rent them out and create your own wealth building plan through real estate. And then come on back to Bozeman. Yes. And buy as a as a much more wealthy person. I'm super risk adverse, but if you have all that equity in the home, you can borrow against your home yeah. and then put that money towards your second house. And like you said, keep that rented and that'll be extra money you can put towards your towards your mortgage on your second home. Exactly. It really is just getting into the market is how you get ahead. Yep. However, and you have it's to do that. not going to be the fanciest house you've ever seen in your life. Right. Right. Yeah. Tyler and I lived in a basement apartment in Portland. We mm-hmm. got, we bought our first house. We kind of did the thing where we wanted this perfect home, but it was tight for the first time in our lives. Like we're just because we got to live for basically free when we were in college here. Right. But Things were really tight financially. And so what we did is we moved to this little basement apartment, rented out our place, had a cash flow of $500 a, a month, which yeah. we were like, yes, money. Yeah, that's massive money. Yeah. And got rid of our mortgage and paid almost nothing for the place we were living in. And we made those tough decisions so that we could save and get ahead. And yeah, we could hear our neighbors ahead of us. We could hear when they fought because it was this little grungy basement apartment, but we had a blast there. You know, just kind of wrapping everything up here. You think about all these kids that are coming out of college and they're coming out of college with dollars $400,000 in, in student loan debt, credit card debt to match, and they're trying to buy a million dollar home because that's kind of a starter home in, in Bozeman right now, 700 at least for sure. And they're, so they're maxing themselves on their mortgage. Thinking about like, do you really want to hitch your wagon to somebody that number one has that much money in student loan debt? bringing in your own student loan debt, has all that credit card debt, and now you guys get a matching mortgage payment. Can you imagine how much stress that that would be? What if you lost your job? Oh, completely. You can't, you can't duplicate that kind of income overnight. No, and it's really scary. That's how when we had that place in Portland, our biggest fear is what if one of us stopped working for some right. reason? Maybe right. it's an injury or whatever it 2008, to be. 2009? Yeah, that's right Hello. when that was. Yeah, yeah that, I mean, that just we were, happened. We were nervous and it was scary because ever since then we've always lived in a situation where either one of us could support the other Mm -hmm. if if shit hit the fan well again this is february 1st of 2022 i almost didn't know the year (laughs) of 2022 and i hope we're wrong i hope we're wrong but it's a great time to it's you know 
I'd rather be wrong and say words than and, and eat our words than have you guys go out in there thinking that everything's going to be a honky dory. So if you're in the real estate industry, mm, tighten your belt. Thank you for joining us today. Tune in next week for another episode of Leading Ladies of Montana Real Estate.